Hello everybody of the interwebs, this is the Immaterial Gamers Podcast, episode 22. I say podcast questionly, because currently I am sat here on my own, in an empty void. Uh, we call this the loading space, we don't. It's just something I said, just to just to try and satisfy my own feelings of uh, of being here on my own, which sounds weird. Anyway, first of all, if you're listening to this, Happy New Year. Uh, I hope 2019 ends up just being better than 2018. Yeah, I just used both ways of saying that. What are you going to do? Anyway, yeah, I, I hope the, the next year is better. I mean, to be honest, over the past two years, it couldn't really get much worse, could it? Anyway, yeah, I keep I keep going with anyway. However, so, like I said on the last podcast, I wasn't trying to get people around to do a podcast when it's so close to New Year. Everyone's going to be busy. Uh, so, what we have done is looked at doing a best of 2018. Um, I've requested for Immaterial Gamers, if they could help out, to list what they thought about 2018 uh, in a couple of little categories. You know, just to just to see, you know, how that, you know, how how 2018 in gaming went, what they what they enjoyed most over the year, what news stories got them intrigued or made them giggle or you know made them rage so much, something that was interesting enough for them to actually you know feel it was something to talk about. Uh, the funniest gaming moment they experienced over the over the past year, be it you know be it something they watched, be it they were involved in, and one thing they're looking forward to in 2019 and then we can look back at it later like a little time capsule and realize how disappointed we were no we gotta, we gotta be optimistic because otherwise otherwise life would just drag you down anyway we'll start with me first since you're you're hearing me and uh yeah so first thing we went with was the best game or the game that you enjoyed the most over 2018 or I enjoyed the most 2000 of 2018. And there was quite a few stuff that had come out longer, sort of Hades, other games, Tales of Berseria. Like I say, it's not necessarily the game came out in 2018. It's just that you played it in that year and enjoyed it. You know, World of Warcraft breathed new life into my enjoyment of RPGs again. I say there was a re-release of Resonance of Fate, and you know, if I wasn't enjoying it, I wouldn't be doing a a video series on it. But the the game that I sort of enjoyed the most this year was uh, a Yakuza game. I know, you're surprised. I can tell in your faces. Um, no, it was, it was Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. Now, it was already out in Japan late 2017, but we got it in April. Uh, so, I grabbed it, you know, having enjoyed uh, Yakuza Kiwami and Yakuza 0. Uh, so I tried, I tried six, and my God, did I enjoy that game! You know, in my opinion, that's how open world should be—just small areas where you can just do a lot of stuff, where you know you can take your time, enjoy it, but then also, you know, also enjoy the batshit crazy story involving Kiryu, his adopted daughter, and the the child that she had. And then had a hit and run incident over, and so you're taking care of this baby. And the one bit that rem- the one scene of the game, or the the action part of the game that got me was where you're running around this little fishing village, and you're carrying this baby, but the game doesn't stop you from the game doesn't stop you from getting caught in combat. So these these like thugs come over and want to kick the living crap out of you. You just turn around and find the nearest person. And it's like here, please hold this baby. 
and then proceed to kick ten bells out of the fugs. You then pick the baby back up, everything's fine. And there was also a mini-game in it where you had to try and find the baby milk. Now, Kiryu, as much as he considers himself, you know, someone who can take care of children and stuff, apparently taking care of a baby is completely out of his element. He's like, well, where do I find milk? How do I feed this baby? And you're walking around, you have to try and find this milk in a certain amount of time, because every time you're trying to walk down the streets, the baby starts crying, and you have to play some weird mini-game using the motion controls on a PS4 controller to calm the baby down. It's just odd you know but that's just a couple of bits and you know know, the mini games are still are still there as well you manage a baseball team like you literally manage a baseball team you can still go to arcades and play virtua fighter or poyo boyo pop um even fantasy zone if you really wanted to you know there's still the old staples like mahjong and and uh, shogi and you know, and stuff like that. There's even a mini game where you have to sit there and take part in a 12-step workout plan, can complete with its own, um, you know, complete with its own before and after shots. So just this really dour-looking Kiryu, and then cuts to after, and he's got ripped abs, and he's smiling, and yeah, I'm the strongest person here. He didn't need to do the gym plan, by the way. He's the strongest person in the Yakuza games by a mile. But yeah, that was my that was my most enjoyable game. Of, that I played in 2018. Uh, the next one down was most interesting news story of 2018. Now, for me, there was there was quite a few to think of. Um, we we did we did a few while um while doing the podcast. So the one that that came to me as being the the interesting one for me, the one that got the discussions going. Um, it was it was anything to do with Blizzard really. Um, you know, it's a, probably a a bit of a a sellout, you know, a bit of a, an easy shot. But yeah, when Blizzard announced Diablo Immortal at uh, BlizzCon uh, to the worst crowd reaction I had ever seen for for a game release, and it did go to you know a big discussion of you know are we as as gamers entitled to the other side of things where do publishers really misread their audience so badly? You know that this they thought was considering you know considered as something good. Um, I put that in there based on the fact that it set discussion apart, and we tried to be sort of balanced on it. I mean, you can you can shit on Blizzard as much as you want, and Activision, you can say it's a publisher fault over the game designers. You know, it's it, it was something really tough to to discuss. But I thought that was probably the most interesting thing. That we that we had this year, other than you know stuff like your usual E3 and game announcements and and um, bits of stuff involving like rare selling calendars of their dogs. The next one down on the list was funniest gaming moment you experienced in 2018, and this one was was funny. So picture the scene: there's a bunch of of us of us lot playing the game Deceit, a sort of hidden identity first person shooter game uh, where some of you are infected and some aren't and it's a case of having to get a whole bunch of items to try and keep your survival going if you're not infected if you're infected trying to get like blood bags and stuff to make you transform into a big evil thing and kill your opponents without them knowing that you're the big infected thing so far so good now we are playing this, and there was there was, there was quite a few of us at this point. It was me, it was D, it was Matt, 
Chris, Hannah, and someone else. I think it might have been Stefan. It was it was someone else or Adam. There was there was a, there was a sixth person, um, and Hannah had opened an exit, and a whole bunch of people were getting killed because the infected needed to kill people to prevent anyone escaping. And I noticed that this door opens, and notice that Matt and Dee are patrolling the door, but it's near a convenient set of steps and a balcony, like a like a barrier to jump over. So yeah, one of them runs up to take off. One's still down on the stairs, ready for me to try and run down. No, I run past, leap over the barrier, straight through the door, and hilarity ensued. Uh, so much so that I made a, just made a little video with a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to be continued joke that you know that we that we showed. And no, I'm not putting up. That's mine. It's my personal thing. Uh, so yeah, that I think was probably the funniest thing I've experienced in in a long time. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there was other stuff. I mean, we've, we've played Move or Die, like, you know, over the weeks, and, you know, things have been funny there, but that's the one that just stood out in my head. And the the last the last bit is, what are you looking forward to in 2019? One thing. So, I went with this, and I'm going to be a fool for this. I'm looking forward to Shenmue 3. Now... I know in earlier podcasts we talked about how I've not been able to complete Shemi 1 and 2 because they were, you know, they were groundbreaking for their time. The problem being is the for their time bit. Now, you know, in the worlds of social media and stuff to do, having your character sit around for 30 minutes game time to make sure you don't miss someone because you can't skip time is not something you want to do anymore. Um, That's why I've not finished Shenmue. But I've been waiting two and a half years for this. I think I can wait another year, get this game out, try it, see if it, see if it works, see if this is going to be a finishing off. It shouldn't be because they said they were going to make about seven games, but still. But yeah, I'm probably going to get disappointed. But for now, I am excited to to play that. So we'll see we'll see how that goes. And uh, now, well, we'll see uh, we'll see if there's anyone else who's sent me stuff, and we'll get that edited, and you'll hear it now. Hey there, my name is Duncan from Immaterial Gamers, co-host of the Immaterial Gamers podcast, and these are my picks for my New Year's Best of 2018 retrospective. So, my pick for most interesting newest article was kind of a difficult choice to make. I found myself split between articles that were funny, but not terribly interesting or impactful, some that were impactful, but not particularly fun to talk about, and some that were just kind of weird, one-off oddities that don't really mean anything. Ultimately, I decided to keep things fairly lighthearted because I like to focus on the positives. That being said, I've chosen the article of League of Legends KDA making it onto the Billboard's world music charts as my article of 2018. There's just something about this article that brings a smile to my face. It's a little bit of amusement, joy, a little bit of confusion. To me, this success story, if you can call it that much, goes all the way back to the heyday of Blizzard's very own Elite Torn Chieftain and their popular songs, I Am Murloc, and Tearing Up the Night. But while those songs were really popular in their own right, amongst the, you know, hardcore Blizzard fan community, they never really broke out into the mainstream. The success of KDA seems to prove to me that there's some legitimacy in this sort of niche genre of video game music, which in my opinion has never really gotten the credit that it deserves. And I guess I could go on about how this proves that, you know, gamers are people too, but really that's not here or there. I'm just glad that the people who worked on this project, including the singers, the artists, the choreographers, animators, editors, all kind of got their moment in the sun to celebrate, you know, something that they love to do. 
And while this could just be, you know, a one-off freak occurrence that never repeats, part of me kind of hopes that this sort of subgenre of music becomes a thing in the future. Because, I don't know, I think, uh, I think gaming could use something like that these days. Next up, my pick for funniest gaming moment that I experienced this year comes perhaps unsurprisingly, from the game that I played most this year, which was Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege is a couple years old now, so it's not really, you know, it's not a 2018 game, but I still play it pretty much every week, oftentimes more than once a week. Rainbow Six, sometimes it makes me laugh, sometimes it makes me cry. Not really, but every once in a while I do rage quit. Uh, but my favorite gaming moment came to me while I was playing a bomb defusal mission as a defending character, Frost. Now, I'm not normally one to brag. Honestly, my skills are mediocre in Rainbow Six and in gaming in general, and I barely managed to get with the global average in this game, and that's just through sheer experience alone. But this time around, I happen to be having a pretty good match. You know, I was on the top of my team. I was I was MVP, and we were up 2-0. to zero. Uh, And one of my enemy teammates, we'll call him Jeff, said something to the effect of, Pistols are you're a pussy. You know, something like that, to challenge me to use only my pistol. I was going to ignore him at first, that was my first inclination, but then I thought, eh, you know what, we can afford to lose a round, I'll mess around, why not? So I pull out my pistol and hide behind a desk, wait for someone to walk by. I get an easy first kill, shooting a dude in the back of the head. Uh, but, you know, when you die, when you kill people in this game, that kind of gives away your location, because they see where you shot them from, and they can tell their team, so you kind of have to move after you kill somebody. So I was getting a little nervous towards the end of the round, since I was kind of exposed, I didn't really have the epic hiding spot that I had at the very beginning. And all of a sudden, I heard someone planting the bomb in, in the next room over, and just as he was finishing up planting the diffuser, I shot him down with my pistol, and wouldn't you know it, it was Jeff. So, so after I killed Jeff, I go on to defuse the bomb and secure an easy win for the team. And as the round ended, I type into chat, well, you said pistols only, so I did pistols only. He had a bit of a colorful response, and uh, my entire chat exploded into laughter, including myself. I may not be very good at Rainbow Six, but even an average player can have a good day. And that was a really good day. So, as for the best game I played this year, well, I hate to ring the same bell twice, but I have to go with Rainbow Six Siege again, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one being that I didn't play very many games this year, let alone games from 2018, since I can't really afford any new games, because I'm a poor college student, but also, I just really enjoy Rainbow Six. Something about having similar circumstances in every match with just a little bit of variance based on what operators are picked, what locations you spawn in, what walls get reinforced, things like that. It gives the perfect level of consistency, unpredictability, and replayability that makes for a perfect gaming session, in my opinion. That's not to say that Rainbow Six is a perfect game. It has its flaws, including some occasionally questionable hitboxes. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. But nevertheless, it's the game I played the most bar none, and the game I, sp I spent the most money on. Buying all the operators, getting skins for my favorite characters, and getting the year three and four passes just goes to show how much I really like Rainbow Six and really care about it. So despite it not being a game from 2018, it is not only the game I played the most this year, but arguably it is one of the most played games this year, period. Rainbow Six is still hot on its third year, and it's not slowing down. I've heard plans for up to a hundred operators, even though they're only at about 50 now, so I foresee getting lots of play out of Rainbow Six yet. 
Last but not least, what am I looking forward to next year? Honestly, it's kind of hard to say because I'm so passive and casual when it comes to gaming that I don't really get into hype culture. I don't really I don't really look forward to games so much unless it's part of one of the few franchises that I really keep up with. But if I had to pick one thing that I was looking forward to related to gaming this year, I would have to say I'm pretty interested in checking out the new Fire Emblem game called Fire Emblem Three Houses, which is coming to the Nintendo Switch. It will be the first console game for the Fire Emblem series since Radiant Dawn, which, by the way, was not actually that good. Uh, then again, it kind of makes you wonder, it's like, does the Nintendo Switch really count as a home console, given that it's also a mobile device? Well, anyway, I guess I'm excited to see what the extra little bit of oomph in the Nintendo Switch will bring to the Fire Emblem series. And I'm also excited to see how many hairs I'll rip out of my head, restarting every time one of my characters dies. Because casual mode is for babies! And that concludes my picks for Best of 2018. Thanks for listening, and Happy New Year. So hi there everyone, the name's Steven, or The General, as everyone may know from the podcast. Um, today I'll be just doing my little part to the best of this year. Um, probably only spend a few minutes on each bit, um, so I'll just go straight into it really. My favourite game of the year was probably Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, started very well. I've not completed it yet, but I will be trying to complete it before I, well, before any more games come out. Um, but I have enjoyed it a lot. I like the open world. I like the whole idea for it. Um, in terms of other games and other expectations of the year, um, my least favorite game overall from what I played of the newer titles this year was probably. Fallout 76, that was probably my <laughs> least favourite team of all time for the past few years. Um, yeah, it was just a buggy mess and a monstrosity. I don't really expect it to improve at all. It might, it might not, it's unlikely. Um, it's going to make some money, of course, because a lot of people would have bought it, but the amount of controversy behind the game is really not... Um, not really enamoured me to Bethesda at the moment, so unfortunately they've lost my opinion of their credibility really because they've really messed up with this one um i'm kind of concerned now with the new elder scrolls game that's been planned for the next couple of years so we'll see what happens um it may be good it may be bad but again it's one of them that has to need to really book up their ideas unfortunately um in terms of my most enjoyable games probably so far it's probably been battlefield 5 in terms of the newer titles enjoyed that the most in overall really um playing with a couple of friends on ps4 makes it a lot easier and a lot more enjoyable especially when we're both <laughs> getting beat in the same sort of way really um but it's still a lot of fun i like the new different game modes that this battlefield's got to offer um i know a lot of people are liking the new call of duty blackout mode but no I didn't really want that this year so I kind of stuck to Battlefield 5 and it's pretty much the game that I wanted it's alright I've liked it I've enjoyed it a lot um not really anything bad to say about it there's been some strange occurrences while I've played but probably the most memorable moment I've had while I've been playing it was when I was in the <laughs> back seat of a Spitfire and basically I couldn't get out in time <laughs> And we crashed into, well, me and my friend, we both crashed into the enemy position. We killed a few, but um, no, I didn't make it up, which was a shame. But at least we killed someone. 
which was good. We managed to help our team do well. We didn't, if I remember right, I think we won the operation in the end, but it didn't really go exactly as planned. Um, I know Ryan said to do this for 10 minutes, but I've pretty much covered everything, bar what I want to expect from next year. So, the game I'm looking forward to next year is Anthem. That is the one that I really want. I'm just concerned that EA may pushing microtransactions which is something they're really big for but again they've actually been getting a lot of negative press for it and I really hope that we can start to see more from either governments or from the games company themselves keeping the microtransactions in check so that it doesn't go too far and no one gets taken no one gets taken advantage of with it but that will be something we'll have to wait and see because we know that quite a few companies particularly capcom pretty much live off microtransactions they've outright stated it in an interview in the past that they would always have it because that's where they get their additional income so we'll see how things go with that so i really hope anthem meets all expectations but i do have my concerns and reservations purely because ea as a publisher have been subpar in recent years especially with the battlefield oh sorry battlefront fiasco last year by battlefront 2 and with other titles recently this year as well so we will just have to wait and see on that other than that um i would just say have a great new year and Thanks for listening. Hope you continue to listen to the podcast in the future and let's just see if this new year will be something a bit more interesting. All right. Thank you. Well, there we go. I hope you've heard what a lot of us have thought. Uh, Hopefully our hopes, fears and ambitions are realised over the coming 12 months. So all I can say on that now is please have a good new year. Hopefully it won't be won't be too bad. Uh, do the likey, sharey, subscribe thing with a bell if you're listening to this on YouTube. If you're listening to it on iTunes, you're the first. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, follow the Twitter, follow the Facebook. Check out the website. We'll get more stuff over there over the new year as it's, as it's happening. Um, but until that point, please do enjoy yourselves. And for God's sake, please don't kill each other. See you soon.